You lived it, we play it. Still 93.3 KIOA. It's Luke and Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <And> happy- <laughs> it's already got off the it's rails. It's already off everybody. the rails, and we didn't even turn it's on the microphone. E already here. Uh, it's March 1st, and of course, as is going to be probably the case all year. One, two, three. <laughs> I'm going to grouse four, about this five, every time. Six. We need more. Yeah, we need more. We need more. So we, we did this thing at the beginning of the year where we were like, hey, we need calendars. You know, we, we lost the one that we had because it was the end of the year. Yeah. Then listeners started sending us calendars, which was great because we've gotten it. calendars of all different varieties and sizes. We have, you know, charity calendars with really cool drawings from kids. We've got hot dad bod calendars. <laughs> with puppies. With dogs featuring yes. local dudes. Love it. We've got your garden variety scenic view calendars. Even our engineer gave us a radio tower calendar. But the scenic view one, that's the train calendar from the cooking conductor. Well, I mean the I mean I'm talking about like the, the insurance oh, one there. down here. Yeah. But oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Cooking conductor, cooking conductor gave, sent us the, us one. gave us a train calendar. We've got so many. It's great having all these calendars. Love the, it. the problem is, is that when the first of the month comes around, one of my chores in the studio is that I have to change all the calendars. And it's a process. It's yeah. there's a lot to it. Yeah. I love that you gave yourself that chore and didn't even think to be like, oh, I bet Journey will do it because you know that I wouldn't do it. I knew you wouldn't do it. (laughs) It would be February in here until August. Yeah, definitely. So, yes, I just went ahead and tasked myself with that. But it was so great because I went, oh, it's March 1st. And he went, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, that's right. It's calendar day. I've got work to do. We need more calendars. <laughs> I want all the calendars. Yeah, feel free to send them to us. 1416 Locust Street, care of Luke and Jeremy. Yes, please. Send us your calendars if you still got them. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. We are so happy to welcome back one of our absolute favorite human beings that mm-hmm. walks this earth. Mm-hmm. She's Dixie Longgate. Back in Des Moines once again. Welcome back, Miss. That is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Like in the last three days, I've been <laughs> a lot of places in the last three days. That's I was about super to, sweet. I was about you. to be like aim higher, but then you just said three days, and I'm like, well, see that tracks. That's fine. Yeah, it but works. when you aim too high, then you got to climb up things, and there's always room to fall. <laughs> that yeah, is true. Yeah, so. so true. Yeah. We are so happy to have you back once again. Of course, everyone knows Dixie for her Tupperware parties. Oh yeah, but this time around. She's bringing the big equipment. Oh, she's oh, bringing. You have no she, idea how big that equipment is. <laughs> Do you know how long it takes to unpack this damn show? I love it. Yeah, I'm so excited to be back. And first of all, this one is one of my favorite places in the whole entire world, except for the cold and the snow and the corn. Other than that, it's wonderful, and everybody's so stinking neighborly. And um, yeah, and so they they're like, "What do you do?" And they call me up. I was like, oh, "I was drinking," and they're like, "You want to come back?" When someone says, "Come," you say, "How hi?" Or, I don't know what you say. Anyway, but um, yeah, so I brought my honky tonk and. And uh, we loaded in, and we opened last night. Everybody's so stinking neighborly, and I'm here until the uh, 17th of March. Shut up all this time. Uh, the show is Never Wear a Tube Top While Riding a Mechanical Bull and 16 Other Things I Learned While I Was Drinking Last oh, Thursday. Yes. Now, Dixie, look. Darling. I've seen this show, and I know how hard you go on that mechanical bull. I try. But as a city boy, I can't relate. He's got nothing. 
Well, most people don't know what it's like to really have something that big between their legs and like squeeze on it. <laughs> but um, but you only learn when you try. So that's the thing. Every day's a school day, like my mom always says. So sometimes you got to throw your leg over and just ride it till it hurts. Look, I, 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 I last time I I went on a <laughs> I've been so on, discombobulated. I, I've now. been on a mechanical bull one time, and then I promised to work on my kegels afterwards mm-hmm. so that I could do longer. Mm-hmm. See, that's but what I'm, you got to do. I'm I'm nothing like this country girl over here who knows. I am the country girl in this situation, and I have been on a mechanical bull many a times, usually drunk. Oh, that's the whole point of getting out. Yeah. You can't get out when you're sober because then you just start doing spreadsheets and things that make no sense. <laughs> and it hurts a lot more when you fall off and you're sober. Amen. When you're drunk and you fall off anything, anything, right. basically, it's always easier. That's you know, true. like when you're at church and the reverend's like, would you fall on? And you're like, just give me more wine. <laughs> you know, it's just so simple. It just makes yeah. everything better. Yeah. So, uh, so when they come to, to your honky-tonk, what can the folks expect? Well, you know, it, 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 the show is a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's about... Uh, <clears throat> Basically, it takes place in my best friend's honky tonk back down in Mobile. Right. <clears throat> so I got a frog in my throat because it's something else I did. <clears throat> but um, <laughs> and so, um, so basically, it's it's she and I are playing it. We were playing in her big uh, wedding and her shower, and then all the the ideas that we came up with when we were playing it led to other ideas of how to fix up the world, and make everything better. When you, mm-hmm. Which is what happens when you get real drunk. You're like, you yep. know what I can do that anybody else can do. Yeah, you cure everything. Better. Yeah, everything. Everything is curable when you're drunk. All of it, and we should. That's why we should all stay drunk a lot more. Yeah. And then, um, and so I'd, I'd impart those life lessons. And the life, the biggest life lessons, everything you ever need to know in life, you can learn by riding a mechanical bowl. So mm-hmm. I take all the lessons of riding a bowl and I sort of apply it to everybody's life. And then send them out with a, a little bit of hope and excitement about what they're, what people are capable of. Because a lot of people don't understand really what they're capable of. Mm-hmm. They play too small. So I try to get people to just like, just juice it up a notch. Play a little bit bigger. Oh, Dixie, we love it when you come to town. We cannot wait to see the show again. Again, it's through March 17th, playing right now, Temple Theater. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets, ZMPA.org. Always lovely to see you. Thank yes. you for being so neighborly. If it wasn't for you, I'd be somewhere else. All right, we'll lead mm-hmm. you right to the dumpster. I mean, I'll find people that I know. <laughs> Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. The more time we spend talking to other people, the more I have noticed something about you, Luke. Yeah. You have a tendency <laughs> to assimilate to the person that you were talking to. For example, we just talked to Dixie Longgate. Yeah. She's absolutely adorable. Yes. She is also very Southern. Yes. From Alabama. There it is, right there. Well, you I, was, I was doing that have, as, a, as an impression. No, I don't think you realize you kind of slid into a little bit of a southern drawl the longer you talked to Dixie. You think so? I know so. There have been multiple times where we have had people in studio or even on the phone where you will say something and I just go, what is happening? <laughs> you do it with my dad a little bit. Uh-huh. You definitely do it with my dad where you kind of slip into that southern drawl a little bit. It's either you're assimilating or you're just making fun. I'm not sure which. I'm definitely not making fun. Because if I'm making fun of you, I will be way more obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but we had one guy, I think it was one of our Am I the Bad guys that uh-huh. called in. And again, you didn't realize it, but he... I think he said bro a couple yeah. of times, and then you just went for it. Like, yeah, bro, what, what's <laughs> up? Like, you went full on Gen whatever Z, <laughs> and 
and <laughs> we're trying to speak Gen Z-ish, <laughs> and it just it did not work. I will say that I have assimilated to to speaking to Gen Z a little bit. You do it with everybody. Do I do it with everybody? Everybody. Every single person we talk to. Can I claim the fact that I used to live in the South? I mean, it's Virginia, but still, they seceded. Uh, I I mean, can I claim that? Because I lived there for like a year, and I did, in in fact, I lived in Springfield, Missouri, which is not terribly far from where you grew up. That's true. I did pick up a Southern accent when I was a kid. Uh I had it for a hot minute, and when I moved back to Iowa, it took a little bit but i got rid of it but i still occasionally will throw out the y'all and some of the southern colloquialisms it's not even just like the southern colloquialisms you will go full on conversation it's not like it's not like you just throw in a random y'all here and there you went southern like you asked a couple of questions in a southern accent <laughs> Like, oh, how long you been here, Dixie? <laughs> how long how long you staying here in Des Moines? How long? <laughs> like, that's what happened. And same thing with the Am I the Bad Guy that called. Well, brah, must be rough being you. What's up, brah? Like, that is what you do. You assimilate to whoever you are talking to. And it is, one, quite the talent. And two... <laughs> So funny because you don't know that you're doing it. Apparently I don't because I'm not even aware myself that I'm doing it. Yeah. Maybe it's just my inner need to like comfort people. And so Mm. I want to make them feel comfortable. Mm. Mm. I would say inner need to fit in. (laughs) I wouldn't say comfort. There's no comfort there because it is the most uncomfortable thing I have ever sat through. (laughs) So does that mean that all the other times that you and I are talking, I just sit here and sound like a whiny jerk? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. So I know that I'm getting older. I have embraced this yeah. a bit. Uh-huh. I don't love the idea. <laughs> and one of the things that has been the hardest for me to really grasp is that I have inherited my family's genes that make me lose my hair. Like a lot of men. You're yes. Not, you're are, not the only I'm one not special. I'm not losing special. your hair. But as somebody who has already, I look at myself and I can find 30,000 faults with myself. Again, like every person <laughs> in the world. Losing my hair is, is a little traumatizing for me. And so I'm thinking to myself, all right, I think I found like the haircut that you know, makes me feel the least bad about myself. But I also thought maybe I've gotten to a certain age where I could start wearing a certain style of headwear that would be age appropriate and look cool. (sighs) Now, you might call them page boy hats. You might call them the Newsies hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know the hat I'm talking about. Oh, we all know the hat that you're talking about. I know a lot of men who are fully bald yes. who wear these hats quite a bit. Yeah, and they look like old-timey gangsters. They look cool. They look cool? Yeah. You think you can wear all your Disney gear and your trendy jeans and all the things <laughs> and still pull off a page boy hat? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. So... No. 
the funny thing was, the reason I even thought of this was the other day, uh, our engineer, Joe, who we love and adore. Yes. Uh, and who is not bald. No. Not in the least. His long, glorious hair. Yes. He wears a, like a page boy, newsboy hat. Mm-hmm. And he was he had a meeting with somebody else here in the building, and that guy was also not bald and wearing a newsboy hat. Yes. So I'm looking at it like, I could rock that. <laughs> Or is no. this just me assimilating to people? That is you assimilating to people again, <laughs> thinking that you would fit in with somebody cool that wore a page boy hat. Here's the thing, though. If you wore a page boy hat, you would have to get rid of all of your clothes. What? You could not wear what you normally wear. Why not? Because they do not go together. You would have to switch to, like, cardigans and Ked's tennis shoes to pull <laughs> that off. Joe and his friend can pull it off because they're engineers and they're guys that do things. <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm a guy that does things. You want to rock your page boy hat while you're doing Legos? I mean, again, cardigans and Ked's tennis shoes is where you're going with this because you're essentially turning into Mr. Rogers. I'm also about to start wearing like tweed jackets. Yeah, with elbow patches. Of course. Of course. How about this? How about we compromise and I wear backwards Kangle hats? Kangle hats? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It sounds dirty. Look at <laughs> you're, you're thinking the other thing. Uh, look up any picture of like Samuel L. Jackson. Oh no, because he looks cool. Same or, or like Samuel L. Jackson in a hat. He in looks, a hat. I'm he googling looks, Samuel L. Jackson in a hat. He almost always wears Kangol hats, and he always wears them backwards. It looks like a beret. Kinda. Yeah. You're just gonna start wearing berets. <laughs> That's going to change a lot of things. It's not a beret. That's going to change so many things. I'd rather you do the page boy thing than the beret. If I wear a beret, it'll change how I enter every room. That is true. (laughs) I will just come crashing through the window. I'm here. The special forces are here. Oh, there we go. I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Jeremy, are you you turning over a new leaf? Dad jokes. Let's go. You were dancing to the dad jokes music. Let's go. Ready! Oh my gosh! Woo-hoo! You know this dad jokes, dad jokes, dad you, jokes. You know this throws me off when you get excited about them. Why do you think I'm doing it? Oh Let's man! Go dad jokes. Hey, Jeremy. Yes, Luke. What do you call a person that hides in the bathroom at parties? I don't know what. The party pooper. Woo! <laughs> I hate this. I don't like this at all. What? Because it You're sounds like, weird. I need you to like my dad jokes. Okay. No, let's you. Go. This is an overcorrection, Jeremy. This is an overcorrection. Full, full speed <laughs> No, I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, Jeremy. Yes, Luke. I uh, hired a handyman and gave him a list. Ooh. When I got home, the only things that were done were number one, three, and five. Yeah. Turns out he only does odd jobs. Oh, that's funny. Because <laughs> the they're odd numbers. I don't like this. I really want you to stop. Uh, Jeremy. Yes, Luke. Uh, <laughs> so Ben was doing uh, some history homework the other night, and he asked me what I knew about Galileo. Oh, yeah. I said he was a poor boy from a poor family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> How about if I say it like this? He was a poor boy from a poor oh, family. There you go. There you go. That makes more sense. God, okay, that's funny. I hate that I had that's to do that so for good. you. <laughs> that's so good. Hate that I had to do, do it that. again. No. It was so funny, though. Come on, do it again. He was a poor boy from a poor family. <laughs> 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 
Hey, Macy, someone come to roll over. Try so funny. Do it again. No. Oh, okay. Fine. Hey, Jeremy. Yes, Luke. A uh, horse walked into a bar. Oh. The bartender says, hey. This horse says, sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, you know, Jeremy. It's, yes, Luke. It, it's really. <laughs> I'm so off. I'm so off. I don't know what number I'm on. I don't know what time it is. I don't know where I am. Uh, you know, it's a shame that nothing is made in America anymore. Oh. I just bought a TV and it said built-in antenna. I don't oh, even know where that is. Oh, antenna is so far away. <laughs> you suck so much. You, you are the worst <laughs> friend ever. No, I'm doing what you want. You this want is me to like not, jokes. I told you this is an overcorrection <laughs> and you know it. This is where I'm at today. I'm you, sorry. You, you, I'm sorry. This is what you get. Hey, hey, Jeremy. Yes, Luke. <laughs> Did you know that hummingbirds are just regular birds that can't remember the lyrics? <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying. I'm crying. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> they hum because they don't know the lyrics. Exactly, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Uh, so, Jeremy, I just yes, checked. Luke. That's my fault. I said your name. And that's that's where I went wrong. That's, that's how I react now. So I just checked my home insurance policy, and oh, apparently, yes. if my blanket is stolen in the middle of the night, I won't be covered. Oh, no. <laughs> One more here. Yes, Luke. <laughs> nope. That's oh. not it. Oh, okay. Uh, do you know what the German word is for bra? I don't. Stop him from flopping! Ah, because it's a thing. That's a good one. Dad, like your it. jokes are not very oh, good. Oh, babe, you lie. Uh, They're you... so good. <laughs> overcorrected. Like, <laughs> I can't even begin to tell you how much you've overcorrected. <laughs> Those are my dad jokes. Hopefully, I can't tell if they were funny because she's doing this. And so now I have no gauge yeah. whatsoever. They were fantastic. Luke and Jeremy. So good. Here on KIOA. <laughs> it's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Here comes Clark. How will she go for history? There it is! From the logo, the all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. That atmosphere at Carver Hawkeye Arena was absolutely electric that night mm-hmm. that Caitlin Clark set the women's scoring record. And it's going to be again on Sunday when she most likely sets the all-time college basketball scoring record. Oof. And it's going to be one of those things where, especially especially if you're an Iowa sports fan, you're probably going to hang on to that ticket stub. You'll probably take tons of photos. You might buy like the merch from it because you want to showcase that you were there. Mm-hmm. You were there the night that Caitlin broke the big record or Caitlin did this. Definitely. Have you ever had one of those things where you can say, oh, yes, I was there? Um, If it's like a sports thing? It doesn't have to be a sports thing. It could be just a, a major happening. Well, I mean, I, I do have a sports thing. You have a sports thing. Yeah. Um, I was at the Sporting Kansas City game when they won their first MLS Cup. Oh, that's cool. So that was fun. And anytime you see a a team win a championship, yeah, is awesome. Well, that was cool. One because of that, but two, 
just soccer in general in the United States is so not a thing. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of what made it a thing in Kansas City, which was cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing would probably be I saw, if not the first, one of the first shows that Amy Winehouse ever did in the United States. Oh. No one knew who she was. I was in a tiny bar. Yeah. And she was there. That's so cool. That was cool. I, I'm i trying to think back through like the stuff that I've seen. I've been very fortunate to see some cool stuff but i think my like i was there moment is probably being what it still sounds like you're saying iowa (laughs) i i was there my my i was there moment was being a guest of nasa at the launch of the very last space shuttle oh how'd you get that gig they hit me up on social media and said hey would you like to come down and witness the last launch and i said are you kidding me fulfill a childhood dream of mine why to they... see a space shuttle launch absolutely why did they reach out to you on social media do you talk about space things um yeah because I, I mean because the shuttle program was winding down so i was waxing nostalgic about you know building space shuttle models when i was a kid and you know watching all the launches and and i used to write into nasa and they would send the like photos of the astronauts that they, oh. the little press photos they would do they'd send you like little stickers and patches and how old were you when this happened uh, I was, let's see, it happened in 2014. Okay. So it's been, yeah, it's been 10 years, 10, maybe, maybe it's 2013. Doesn't matter, but 10 ish years Interesting. ago. You started I mean, talking stickers. I was thinking maybe you were a little kid. Well, no, when I was, do- okay. When I was doing all of that stuff, uh-huh. I was a kid. Uh, okay. I was, I was in junior high elementary school when I'm writing off, you know, letters to NASA, please send me free stuff. See, if you would have told me you were doing that last week, I would have been like, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, but we, we want to know if you have ever been at one of those moments where you say, I was there. Mm-hmm. Something major happened. Maybe the, the whole state was talking about it. The whole country was talking about it. Yeah. Were you there? 515-244-4933. You can call us or you can text us. Yes. Same number. 515-244-4933. We want to hear your I was there stories. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. We were talking about the I was there moments. I know a lot of people will be talking about having been at the game when Caitlin Clark broke the women's scoring record. There'll be people who talk about it when she breaks the men's scoring record. People are going to be talking about being at those games for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's going to sound like Carver Hawkeye Arena holds about 40,000 people with the number of people who will eventually say, oh yeah, I was there. Right. Uh, you got to see the uh, KC team, the MLS team be, or win the national... Good grief. I know soccer. Woo! You saw Sporting KC KC win the MLS Cup. There you go. Yep. Saw that. And and, uh, one of Amy Winehouse's first American shows. I got to see the very last launch of the space shuttle in person down at Cape Canaveral. But we wanted to know what you were there for. 515-244-4933. We're taking your calls and texts. Starting with Matt in Des Moines. 94. uh, uh, Summer, fall of 94. I was on the corner of Haight-Ashbury in San Francisco. At Ben and Jerry's having some cookie dough ice cream, and somebody came up to us and said, Jerry Garcia just died. Oh, my gosh. I didn't leave for three days. Holy moly. What a place to be when that news came down. Kind of what I thought, but I didn't realize it until much, much later. Wow. So did it turn into, like, a thing? Was it, like, a pilgrimage of people coming in that area? They blocked off all four directions in four blocks away. 
Wow. There were two flatbed trailers with bands on every street. Holy cow. There was two bands per street, and it was anybody you could think of from 94. Thanks so much for the call. Appreciate it, Matt. Let's talk to uh, Kay in Indianola. Well, it's actually one for my father. Since COVID came out, he's, he's talked more and more and, you know, talked about the past. And it came out, I think it was last year, he told us, oh, I was at that Ozzy Osbourne concert with the bat incident. And no I thought, way. No way. I thought he was making it up, and I really didn't even realize that actually happened. And he said, no, I, I was there. I saw that. Yeah, I right there. believe it. Right there at Vets Auditorium down the street, the infamous bat incident. That's awesome. That's incredible. That's it. That's the, he was there, not me. All right. Well, thank you very much for the uh, story, Kay. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Off of our text line, which you can text us now, 515-244-4933. I got a couple different ones here. Elena in Ames, she said that my first year of college, I did a 10-day trip to London. We just so happened to have a day trip to Cambridge the day Stephen Hawking died. Oh, wow. Said that she signed the condolence book. And then another number uh, ending in 3236 says, I was at Living History Farms when Pope John Paul II visited and said mass. And apparently many in the crowd were wearing black garbage bags because it was so cold and windy out on the hills. This person says, my dad worked for WHO as an engineer, so he had one of the best views. Oh, that's cool. So you got kind of inside access as well. One of my good friends, one of my oldest friends was there as well when the Pope came and she actually got blessed by him. She had her picture in the paper and everything of him like kissing her forehead. Wow. I mean, you want to talk about... A moment Mm -hmm. Uh, over on Facebook, Keith Smith says, "I was in West Germany when the Berlin Wall came down. Literally, history happening in front of my eyes. That's amazing." Uh, Other people were there with the Pope. I see another one here uh, about uh, the Vets Auditorium, Ozzy Osbourne bite. Oh my gosh, people were at some cool stuff. I love Shauna's on this one. I got to see NASCAR driver Elliot Sadler race his last race in Newton on Father's Day in 2018. That hey, happy. that's very cool. Lots of cool stuff. Yes. Are they in the right or in the wrong? It's Luke and Jeremy's Am I the Bad Guy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy talked the other day to Greg in West Des Moines. Yes. He and some buddies went to Vegas for Super Bowl weekend. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, got to okay. see the sights, got to go to a show, which I'm super jealous about. They got to go see you two at the Sphere. I know which, you want to do that. Mm, so incredible. However, Greg had some drinks, did not want to sit down during the show, mm-hmm. and kind of got into it, not only with some people that were seated around him, but also with the buddies that he came to the show with, because they wanted him to sit down. Whatever. And so we put it to a vote to find out if, in fact, Greg was the bad guy. But we want to welcome Greg back to the show. Hello, Greg. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me again. <laughs> Not a problem. Um, look, we we talked to some folks. Some folks. Had some input on Our socials. Friends. And you, you have the right to stand in your seat because you paid to be there like everybody else. Yes. Um, you were probably, the part where you were probably out of line was the whole yelling at everybody? Oh, including your friends. Yeah, see that—that's that, the part that didn't sit right with me either. And you know, I, I took each and every one of my buddies that that we went, you know, to Vegas. I went and I, I took them out to lunch. I did apologize for my actions, you know, that night, and um, you know, just for being a jerk. And you know, and they they did accept my apology. So um, yeah, I just I'm, I'm just thankful that they did that. Yeah, it's water under the bridge, you know. Or booze. Or, or, the, or the booze, that's for sure. 
So thankfully, it looks like everybody's okay. Everybody's cool, copacetic. Yeah, every, everybody's cool. Like there's no uh, there's no weird vibes or anything anymore. At first, there was you know a little quick text and stuff like that, little short text, short messages. But now that I've you know sat down with them and uh, apologized, you know everything's all good now. And now can't you can wait for the next one. I'll say now you can start looking forward to like the next trip you guys all take, and you can start looking back at like the good stuff that happened while you were in Vegas. Oh, absolutely! I'm glad, like you said, this is all water under the bridge now. But but is it? Is it really? I mean, what's to say it's not going to happen again? You get a couple of drinks in you once, okay? You do it again. I mean, are you going to have to go through this every time you go drinking with your friends? I don't think you needed to apologize. That's just me, though. Wow. They know. They knew what they were getting into. You were in Vegas over Super Bowl weekend. What did they think was going to happen? And that whole <laughs> what stays in Vegas or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. This did not stay in Vegas. And now you have to deal with it. Just, See? Should have just left it alone. Greg, just get aisle seats next time. You can stand all you want in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, I'll do that. Big screens, little screens, and all the screens in between. It's time to find out what to watch this weekend on 93.3 KIOA. We've got your chance to win some free movie passes to Fridley Theaters all around the metro area. We'll have that in just a bit. But first, we need to hear a clip from Dune 2. We've been fighting the Harkonnens for decades. My family's been fighting them for centuries. Your blood comes from dukes and great houses. Here... We're equal. What we do, we do for the benefit of all. I'd very much like to be equal to you. Maybe I'll show you the way. That is Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, who are two of the biggest stars right now, the the young stars. And a couple, correct? No. Oh, they're not? Zendaya is dating Tom Holland from Spider-Man, and Timothy Chalamet is dating a Kardashian or something. Oh, those are different people. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Look at me being up on my Us Weekly. Hey. (laughs) Uh, But this is the sequel to, or actually it's called Dune Part 2. It's the second half of the Dune movie that came out Mm. a year or two ago. Uh, Timothy Chalamet plays this character named Paul Atreides. He is the exiled Duke of House Atreides. Uh, It's one of the major houses of this big galactic empire. He's taking refuge amongst the desert-dwelling warriors of the planet Arrakis. Oh, otherwise, otherwise known as Dune. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, in this one, he raises an army to get revenge and go to war with House Harkonnen and anyone else who has conspired to destroy his family. I the reviews that I have ah! seen for this are calling it one of the best science fiction movies ever. There you go. I did not get into the original Dune when it came out back in the 80s. And it was, I mean, looking back on it now, it looks really super hokey. Mm. But seeing the really good reviews for this makes me want to watch it, mostly just because I'm a science fiction guy. Well, I'm a science fiction guy, but also I can be very easily persuaded. If you tell me something is one of the greatest, insert genre here, movies of all time, I'll want to watch it. It's because he has FOMO like you would not believe. Yes, it really is that. Mm -hmm. But I'll probably wait for this to come out on streaming so that I can watch both of them back to back at home. Oh. I'm not watching one at home and then driving to the movies. He's also bougie. I'll drive to the movies to see a movie, but not if I'm having to see like a continuation. It it screws up the flow for me. (laughs) It's a a thing I have. Andy's high maintenance, in case you were wondering. (laughs) In case you were wondering. If you need something a little less thoughty or science fiction-y, um, 
How about a comedy? Yes, please. That will be available on Apple Plus. Looks like the first two episodes came out today. The Completely Made-Up Adventures of Dick Turpin. Okay. It stars Noel Fielding. Yes, the host of the Great British Baking Show. <laughs> he is in it. Uh, is the, he act- the guy that goes, bake? Yeah, uh, yeah, they all kind of do that. But yes, the tall guy with the dark hair. Yeah, yeah. Looks that's like, Noel. Looks like he should be in a punk rock band. Yes, that's Noel. Yeah. That is Noel. Uh, he is a comedian and has this new series on Apple TV+. Plus. His comedy is interesting. I've seen other comedy specials that he's done in the past, so this should be a lot of fun. He plays the title character, which is a highway robber who's based on a real thief who actually lived during the 18th century. So it's a historical comedy. It's got uh, some big British stars in it, like Hugh Bonneville and Tasman Gregg. Uh, The first two episodes, like I said, are available on Disney+. Plus. There will be six total. Or Apple+, Plus. sorry. Apple TV+. Plus. Got it. Uh, Yeah, six total. All right. Uh, then finally, uh, also on streaming this weekend is Spaceman. It stars Adam Sandler. He plays this astronaut who is sent off into space on a six-month research mission all by himself at like the edge of the solar system. And he ends up meeting this telepathic creature that is attracted to his emotional distress because, again, if you were at the edge of the galaxy by yourself and floating around in a spaceship, you'd probably slowly go crazy, too. Uh, but either way, it looks like a really intense movie, especially for an Adam Sandler movie. Like, it's not a comedy. It's very much like a psychological drama mm-hmm. and looks really, really intense. So I feel like you're going to have to be in the right headspace if you want to watch this yeah so that's what's to watch this weekend both at the big screen and on streaming you can always go check out any of these films at least the ones in the theaters at our friends at fridley theaters they've got locations all over the metro including the newly renovated fleur cinema and the palms imax out in waukee 